I am Jeff Garcia, and this is Locked On Spurs. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, the Locked On Podcast Network. And before we go in, let me just tell you right now, I am under the weather. I am fighting a really bad cold. So if I sound a little stuffy and maybe I'm a little bit out of it, forgive me. I'm highly medicated up. No, the over-the-counter ones, not the uh, ones you find on the street. But nevertheless, welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spurs. The Spurs are coming off another, whew, another doozy of a game. They got blown out by 30 points again, the third time in four games, losing big to the Utah Jazz. I'm not going to even say the final score because it will make you throw up. Needless to say, the Spurs are not looking good of late. They're currently 11-13 as they head into the game versus the Lakers. And uh, it's not going to get any easier. You know, teams are going to start gelling. Teams are going to start figuring their way out. The Spurs are still a work in progress. But basically what we're going to talk about today is, is it panic button time? Is it time to slam your hand on that panic button or give it more time? So to discuss this, I am joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. And Joe, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. And first of all, aren't you glad this is done over microphones, not face-to-face? Because I would hate to get you sick. Yeah, for real, man. But if I saw you face-to-face, I could give you some, you know, some caldo or some pasole, you know, maybe arroz con pollo <laughs> to help you, man, some Mexican curals. Or how much beer I have to drink to feel better. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't, dr- I don't drink too much beer, as you know. Uh, we like doing shots. <laughs> yes, I'm well aware of that. But, uh, but yeah, Joe, so, you know, the Spurs, you know, they took another one on the chin. They got spanked by the Utah Jazz, 30-plus point, another blowout. As again, you know, as I mentioned in the intro, they're third in the last fourth game. They're getting decimated by 30 points or more. Uh, Joe, the season, <clears throat> you know, it's still moving on. It's it's barely past the quarter mark. I'm going to ask you, have you or sh- will you be pressing the panic button soon? <laughs> I don't know if it's a panic button, but at some juncture, you're you're looking at this team and you're saying, damn. We we are that bad. And I think that day is already passed. I think what I've been seeing for a while now, all the other Spurs fans are starting to kind of see that unfold as well. So is it is it panic button time where you say it's time to blow up the whole team and trade everyone? Probably not, but, I mean, you should be concerned. You know, I get it. And, you know, if there's a way to press a concern button versus a panic button, I think that has been pressed repeatedly by Spurs fans. Look, Joe, when the Spurs get romp by 30-plus points, game in, game out, as we've been seeing this of late, you know, it's, it's, it's not a pretty sight. And I'm afraid that Spurs fans have already pressed the panic button. But here's the thing, Joe. Even if that panic button is pressed and something has to be done, what can there be done? There's nothing this team can do. We, before we recorded, Joe, you talked about trade scenarios, and you said it very bluntly. The Spurs don't have pieces to trade. Yeah, they don't have anybody they can trade. Everybody's pretty much under contract. I mean, you have Paul Gasol, if you want to offer him up for trade, but no one's going to take that because they don't want his overinflated contract. You have Patty Mills, overinflated contract. You got LaMarcus, he's, he's locked in. DeMar, he's locked in. You know, I mean, beyond that, who are you going to trade your future away? You can't trade a DeJounte or a Lonnie Walker or a Yaka Portal. We don't really know what they got or how they're going to pan out yet. You know, so we'd be foolish to trade some of our better, younger players. So we're we're stuck in limbo, Jeff. Yeah, the, the Spurs are in a rock and a hard place. 
Do they want to get better? Of course they do. Do they want to improve and stay in the playoff race? Of course they do. But when they get decimated as they have been of late, it doesn't really put you know a premium on this Spurs team immediate future. What I mean by that is the playoff. It's almost to the point, Joe, and you know we've been talking about this on this show, on this episode, on on your Two Shots podcast. You know when does it get to the point where you have to consider losing for the betterment of the future, i.e. the draft? And I'm talking about the big T word, tanking. There has to be a moment where the Spurs have to look at themselves and be like, look, this is how this is not going to get any better. Let's just try to get out wins, and if we can't win, okay, fine. But at least we position ourselves to have a better draft pick. Yeah, but you know, <clears throat> the Spurs just aren't built that way. So there, there's, I don't know if they're gonna tank. You know, I'd, I'd have to say there's a high likelihood that they won't. But if they continue to play and they continue to lose, who knows? You know, <laughs> stranger things have happened. Yeah. We want them to tank, but they're not very good right now. So they might continue to lose and kind of help themselves. You know, in a weird, in a weird way. You know, <laughs> but right. I mean, it is what it is right now. That the team isn't isn't going to have some miracle cure-all especially barring the the return of of a Lonnie Walker you know Lonnie Walker you insert him into the lineup it might actually make things worse because he's going to take minutes away from somebody if he comes in and plays and the team needs to build some chemistry with him so I mean they're still going to go through some more growing pains before they get any better so at, at this juncture Jeff I mean I got nothing, man. I don't know what you want to do with the team. Hopefully you have a better scheme than I do. Yeah, look, um, you mentioned it right off the bat. You know, the, the trade assets that the Spurs have, uh, they're not viable, you know, unless they're willing to mortgage the future and put out there a DeJounte Murray, Lonnie, or Derek White, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't think they'll do that. What the Spurs really need to do, and I think, is just simply between the years, I think, um, you know, go hit hard those film sessions we know they can score there's no doubt about this this team can score with the best of the teams they just cannot stop anybody and you're going to hear this throughout the season until they get their act together defensively every loss this season can be pointed to lack of defense Jakob Pertl talked about it after the big loss to Utah and I'm paraphrasing here but he just said that they're playing very passive uh, defensively that they're not being the aggressors defensively. You look at um, what the Spurs allowed, 130-plus points to the Jazz, Joe. That is just unacceptable, Joe. Yeah, it is, and it just it just goes to show you where this team is at right now. You know, they've been giving up points like crazy. And here's a little bit of, of some of stat that I pulled off of ESPN. It says the Spurs are, fifth, are the fifth team in NBA history to lose three games by at least 30 points in a single week and first since the 2005-2006 Trailblazers. If it kind of puts things in perspective as of the current state of the team at this time. you know. And, and the weird thing is, Jeff, is that the Spurs have never been a team where we say, man, they're, they're that bad on defense. But unfortunately, this is the season. They're, they're almost dead last, Jeff, when it comes to defense. Yeah. I think they're like... 29 out of 30 teams right now you know they're they're that pop, bad defensively yeah pop said it best after the big loss to utah he said quote we're very challenged defensively you you, you nailed it on the head pop that's it uh you're talking about defense you look at what patty mills had to say after the big loss he said 
when you combine that, meaning the Jazz's uh, uh, offensive explosion, with, with the way we've been playing offensively and soft defensively, you're going to get your backside whooped. He said the big S word, soft. He said the Spurs are playing soft defensively. I mentioned about Jakob Pertl. Uh, he never said the word soft, but he said that they're not aggressive enough defensively. Joe, is this team soft? Right now they are. I mean, they're just not very they're not they're not tough. They don't have that what I like to call it the junkyard dog dog mentality, kind of like a a Draymond Green type of player who's going to go out there and bang with the best of them, push bodies around, enforce your will on other players, get up in their face and play hard-nosed defense. The Spurs aren't capable of doing that. You know, and the thing is is that you see kind of flashes of some players who can play defense, specifically Yaka Portal, Shizeme yeah. Metu. You know, why aren't they getting more run? You know, LaMarcus, he's not a defensive powerhouse. I think, you know, I, ju- I think, Jeff, at this juncture, the time has come to put LaMarcus Aldridge on the bench. I think he's going to balance the second unit out if that occurs. And why not give Yaka Portal, a true center, some run? Let's see what he can do when he's inserted into the starting lineup because something needs to change. Yeah, I mean, look, um, Pirtle has been having himself a renaissance of late. In the last two games, he's averaging uh, 10-plus points per game. He's shooting a whopping 68% uh, from the field. And um, he's actually one of the better Spurs road players this season. Uh, He's coming along. He's figuring it out finally. The thing is, as far as benching LaMarcus Aldridge, this, this pop is not going to do that. You know, you're, first of all, you're paying this guy mega bucks uh, to wear the Spurs uniform and produce. And unfortunately, he has not been producing. I don't see that happening. Now, does your suggestion make sense? Of course it does. You know, if, if LaMarcus is not panning out, then bench him. And maybe he'll pan out better with the second unit. That makes sense. But Popovich, he's not going to do that. The Spurs need him out there with with uh, Demar. As much as he struggles offensively, Lamarcus, that is, you know, he can rebound with the best of them. He does set good picks, and he is coming off a a good a good game versus the Blazers, his former team. Joe, let's go ahead and take a break. When we get back, I'm gonna give you why I don't think it's time to hit that panic button quite yet. Okay, we are back, and I'm joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Joe. I get it. You, you know, you you I, you you're not hitting the panic button, but you're you're pretty much saying you're hitting the it's, I'm very concerned button, and I'm saying it's still not time yet. I want to see this team when it gets 100. percent When I see Pal Gasol get back, whenever he does get back, when if and when Lonnie gets the call up, how will he blend in? Will he inter- in- in- inject some youth and some life into this uh, team? Because sometimes. This Spurs team looks lethargic on the court, Joe. They don't look to have any inspired play. So I'm going to have to disagree with you. Now, if they're playing like this right before the All-Star break slash rodeo road trip, okay, then I may be slamming my hand on the concern button. But we're not there yet. They're not out of playoff contention. They're a game, game and a half behind the eighth seed. And luckily for them, the West has been kind of flip-flopped. Warriors are struggling, the Rockets are struggling, the Thunder struggle, the Spurs are struggling. So I'm going to say let's hold off on any panic button, concern button pushing, and let's wait it out a bit more. Joe? 
Um, I don't know, man. I don't share your sentiments. I think what's going on with the Spurs is something that uh, created a firestorm on Twitter. You know, people were coming at me, but I, a lot of the fans were were saying that they can see the same thing too. And that was one of them. One of the things I pointed out was the Spurs system doesn't work when the team can't play defense. Everybody can see that. The second thing I pointed out is, is it time for Coach Pop to step down as the head coach of the San Antonio Spurs? Did I say fire Pop? No, not by any means. No. I'm not saying he needs to leave this season. I'm just saying maybe it's time for him to start thinking about stepping away from the game because the end is here. You know, I think it's 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 come to this point in time or this juncture. We're at a kind of a crossroads where this team needs, I think, new leadership. They need new a new scheme. They need a new system. The same thing that's worked over the last 20 years doesn't work now because it, it, they need to evolve. You know, they, they've kind of run the same thing over and over again. It's not a knock on Pop. Pop has been great. He's been a he's going to go down as one of the best coaches in NBA history. He's won us five NBA championships, and he's instilled this Spurs system that's worked so well. And not only that, but this Spurs culture that everybody in the NBA looks at as a model franchise. So Coach Pop has done a lot of great things, but I'm just saying, I think it's time for him to kind of hand these rings over to somebody else. And, you know, let's see what what a new coach can do with, with a new system and and with this current roster that we have, maybe they'd respond better to, to new leadership, but who knows? I'm just, I just made an observation, you know, and a lot of people were getting mad at me and saying, that's good trolling. It's not good trolling. We're here We're it's going to happen. You know, I think we yeah. got a lot of Spurs homers that refuse to, to realize what's happening right before their eyes. I've been through adversity because I've been a Spurs fan for a number of years. I've watched them play in every arena and I've been there when they weren't very good before they had David Robinson. You know, they had transition periods, even when David Robinson was hurt and the majority of the Spurs were hurt when we had Dominique Wilkins before we we got lucky and we drafted Tim Duncan. I know what what adversity is. I just don't think that a lot of these new Spurs fans have faced that. So to them, this is new and they're upset. And what's going on with the Spurs? It's just a normal course that runs through every NBA team. It's just happening to the Spurs right now. This this happens to everyone. So we, we shouldn't feel bad that it's happening to us, but we should be concerned of what's going to happen or what's going to transpire for our future. Yeah, if the Spurs are going to go beyond Popovich, look, first of all, for him to resign, I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, I think no. he'll play out his contract and then he'll make a decision then. But you looked uh, internally, you know, many people are looking at Becky Hammond, but no, I don't think she's ready. She's only the third assistant. She needs more seasoning. Uh, Messina could be interesting. Uh, but another guy, a wild card, this is uh, Ime Udoka. You know, he's younger. He's not that far removed from his playing days uh, in the NBA and with San Antonio. And he's been on that bench with Pop for quite some time. He could be a viable candidate. Joe, why not Messina? Messina sounds like the logical next player, next coach to take the reins. If you want change, you got to go younger. Messina is just a, a pop clone. He's still part of that old, you know, cliche NBA, you know, and he's he's coached overseas, you know, and he's done a great job there. They have, you know, the defensive first mentality, but 
they run all the same sets. You know, you can't you can't do that in in today's NBA, and that's all that these guys have known. I think with people like you know Umei Doka with Becky Hammond, they've seen the NBA evolve and they've played the game, and they're not very far removed from their playing days. So they can put together some things that maybe you know Messina or Coach Pop have overlooked. I I think it's time for them to hand the team over to a younger coach, whether that be Becky or whether that be Ume Doka. You know, I think yeah. the change is, is here. We need change. Yeah. I, you know, and I, I get that. You know, the players are evolving. You know, look at the team right now. It's definitely going younger. Damar, Lonnie, Derek, Bryn Forbes, Pirtle. You know, and I see that. You know, and some of the Spurs, younger guys, probably are not used to the very strict, you know, militaristic approach i mean look you know, look i'm not trying to say anything but look, look at danny green in in toronto you know he never decided to do a uh, podcast with uh well he was a member of the spurs but the moment he left san antonio boom he's having fun he's doing a podcast and he's bringing in all types of players you know same thing with uh, Kawhi leonard as much as everybody makes fun of him for being quiet you know he's opened up a little bit more um you, you know so you start to wonder like is that militaristic approach kind of rubbing bad in a, in a bad way the younger members of the spurs or uh, other players that want to come in now joe you know not to get off too much of the track as far as coming back to my thoughts on why he's not panic yet um i think this team just hasn't had a chance to practice they haven't they, they've been on the road for quite some time to start the season they're going to have an excellent time to get things together because they're going to have a long homestand. After the game versus the Lakers, they're going to be in San Antonio for quite some time. And I think that's going to do this team wonders. They're not going to be far from their family. They're going to be in San Antonio. They're going to have much more time to be together, practice together in their own gym, in their own home court. And I think this coming homestand will really put a measuring stick on this Spurs team. Joe, does that factor into your decision of why you're thinking that, you know, and maybe season over already? You know, are you forgetting about this homestand they have coming up? I'm not forgetting about the homestand, but the only thing that I have, the issue that I have with the team is why can you win games at home but not on the road? You know, everybody's saying that this team is bipolar, like a Jekyll and Hyde. They play great at home, but they play horrible on the road. The way they play at home and when they beat teams like Portland, and then you lay an egg the next night to the Utah Jazz. What what's up with that? You know what? Where 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 is your pride? You know, I mean, you you got to play the same way whether you're at home or on the road. And you know, yeah. and it's not a guarantee that they're going to be at home and they're going to play great. We've seen them, you know, fold at home as well. So to me, it's just you know what? If I was a leader on the San Antonio Spurs, they've already had a talk. Okay, you've had a talk. You ironed some things out. There, there was frustration on both ends, you know? Somebody has yeah. to stand up, take charge of this team, and say, you know what? We're off today, but I'm going into the gym. We, we need to fix this thing, and I need to lead by example. If they're not going to have an official, you know, practice session, let's just have a players-only practice session. Let's go in yeah. there and help each other. What are you seeing beyond what the coaches tell you? What are you seeing out there as a player? How can you help your your fellow teammates get better? 
I think that needs to happen. You know, it upsets me when I yeah, hear a lot of yeah. things saying that the team, like they say, we don't practice too often. We practice when we can. I get that, but something needs to happen, you know? Well, look, I think a player's only meeting is due. I think it's long overdue, and I think it should be coming anytime soon. Would not be surprised if we find out uh, through uh, media outlets that that happened or it will be happening. I think that's exactly what the Spurs team needs. And right now you're just seeing the lack of leadership on the court. Not necessarily – I'm not taking a jab at DeMar or LaMarcus or Pop, but, you know, gone is Lamar is um, Manu Ginobili. You know, that, that that's a very stable – leader type player and he's gone so you know without him you're, you're seeing what a leaderless team looks like right now there's nobody on the court that's going to get on these guys patty mills he tries his best but it's just not the same danny green is gone etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah i mean this is this team is just circling right now the drain and i just hope they don't go through the drain and get washed out all right joe and i are going to take our final break we get back we're going to put a wrap on this episode of locked on spurs Hey, we are back, and I'm joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. Oh my God, Joe, I'm I'm, I'm really powering through this last segment here because <laughs> I am I am hurting with this cold right now, as I, pretty much everybody can hear in my voice. Um, Joe, final thoughts. What do you think? Final Season thoughts. Season over. Are you? Is it panic time or is it concern time? It's concern time. No, it's not time maybe to hit the panic button. And just say, you know, we demand that the whole team just be blown up and everything be traded off and we completely restart again. It hasn't come to that yet, but you should be very concerned if you're a Spurs fan because you're not used to this. You know, you're not used to to having uh, having to face adversity so early in the season. Will things get better? Who knows? But as as poorly as this team is playing, you can expect them to probably play right about 32 35 wins this season and I remember Paul Garcia had pointed out something that was a very telling of this team he said if this person the Spurs team is playing with the efficiency of a 28 win team and that if the season was to end today the Spurs would get the ninth pick or they're projected to get the ninth pick in the NBA draft let's just hope yeah there's (laughs) that that's the silver lining but let's just hope that doesn't happen and they're able to figure this thing out because really who wants to see this team win 28 or 32 or 35 games they they want to see the team compete and go into the playoffs so you know it's time to be concerned but it's not time to hit the panic button yeah i'm there with you i i am leaning towards um the worried button I'm worried that these 30-point uh, blowouts are, you know, um, becoming too too often, too frequent. Um, but I'm not hitting that panic button. I said I, I still want to give this team a little bit more time. I think the homestand should help them, as I mentioned earlier, and I'm looking to that. I mean, if they come out of that homestand still looking the same as they did versus Utah, versus Houston, uh, versus the Bucks. Uh, getting smacked up and down the court. Okay, then yeah, I'm I'm smashing that concern panic button, but I'm not there yet. I, I, I just want to give this team a little bit more time and a little more time to come together. That's been a common thread uh, that they've been talking about, whether wins and losses this season. You know, they just need time to figure things out, and I think I hope they will. But as of right now, I, poof, I don't have too much faith. 
Uh, Joe and I, we're done talking. We want to hear what you have to say. Uh, talk to me. Talk to me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurzone, or you can email me at jeffgarcia74 at gmail.com. Joe is going to be glowing about his uh, newly launched Two Shots podcast or Two Shots website uh, network. Joe, tell us all about that. Yeah, you can check us out on the internet at twoshotssa.com, and we're officially ready to launch the Two Shots podcast network. And you can find all the great podcasts that we have with our group of podcasters, again, at twoshotssa.com. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Two Shots Podcast, all spelled out, T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S Podcast. So go ahead and hit us up and let's talk, you know. There you go. Give Joe a follow. Go to his website. It's I've already seen it. It's a very, very well put together website with a with a lot of um, interesting podcasts that you host there on your network, go check it out. But for Joe Garcia, I am the very sick and dying right now, Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs>